in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Welcome, everybody, to another brand new episode of Topic Thunder. Here from the Top 10 Show, I'm John Roca. And I am Matt Nosta. This is a show we do each and every week for our uh, patrons. They send in questions, topics, whatever they'd like us to discuss. We don't know what it is beforehand, um, so it is a surprise to us just as much as it is you. And uh, we answer the questions, and I think that's the gist of the show. Sounds like the gist of the show, so uh, shall we get into it? Uh, let's do it. The first one today comes from good old Machine Gun Lemke. Hey, and says, hey, guys, so optimistically, I am headed to L.A. over Labor Day weekend to see my LSU Tigers open the season against UCLA in the Rose Bowl. Since this is my first time to L.A. as an adult, what are the must-hit spots, tucked-away <laughs> dining spots, or any recommendations? Uh, we'll be staying in the Silver Lake area. Unfortunately, Dodgers aren't in town, and it's too early for the NBA preseason, so any other sports will be out. And too cheap for Zagats. <laughs> Good old uh, what do you got? <laughs> well, I, I uh, read the question, so you answer first. Okay, fair enough. Um, if you're going to be in the Silver Lake area, I would recommend uh, Mohawk Bend, I think is the name of the place. Great pizza, great uh, drinks, um, cool little kind of 50s style vibe, more like postmodern style vibe to it. Great bar in the back. Um, it's an excellent place to go get food and go get um, uh, a nice drink. Also, if you want to hit the Bright Spot Diner, that's a classic diner in that area that a lot of people go to before they go to a Dodgers game. So just a recommendation there in terms of the Silver Lake area. And there are a number of dive bars in that area, if you like. I think there's a German dive bar that's pretty excellent with their stouts. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, and then you can go downtown, honestly, to go to any mm-hmm. of the museums downtown and have some fun looking at uh, things there too. What do you got? Um, well, all right. So I live in Silver Lake. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Did I give him all the wrong answers there or what? What? No, no, I think it's teach their own. I know people yep. that love Mohawk Bend and yep. the dive bars. I don't know anything about. Okay. Um, the only one that I know about that I've been to is Tiki Tea. Um, it's oh, yeah, a Tiki Tea. bar, but their their drinks are mm. stupid strong. Yeah. Um, so if you want to go to Tiki Tea, I've taken people there before. I had a couple drinks, nice. uh, and they enjoyed it. Did it before a Dodgers game. Okay. Um, around here to eat. So my favorite Mediterranean I've ever had in my life is in Atwater Village which is not too far. It's called Dune. There's also one downtown. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, we eat it once a week. No, that is not an exaggeration. There are certain weeks where we eat it twice a week. Uh, a huge fan of Dune. Mm-hmm. And then after that, like, you know, uh, if you want to go to a smaller bar-like setting, Black Cat's good. I like a, a decent amount of what's on their menu. Mm-hmm. Um, 
If you like pho, there's a good pho place around here. There's a couple good ramen places. Yeah. Um, I still haven't found a good sushi that I really like a lot out here. Oh, okay. And I tried like four of them, five of them, and they all, they've all been okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What else is there? I mean, uh, if you kitchen wanna... is good. Oh, but... kitchen's great. Kitchen 24? Is that what you're talking about? No, nah, Kitchen 24 is up in Los Feliz, but Kitchen 24 oh, right. is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's called the kitchen. Okay. Um, their their brunch is uh, good on the weekends. Mm. Oh, I'm uh, we were up there. Shit, we just tried that. Um, yeah, I mean, if you want to hike to the Hollywood side, Beachwood Canyon is a great hike. Sure. If you want to do a standard hike, Runyon Canyon uh, is where you want to go there in Hollywood. The parking is fucking nuts, so your best bet is to go during a weekday. But uh, those are ones that you can go. Those are hot spots. Certainly Hollywood and Vine. You want to take pictures out by the um, area there, the El Capitan. Now the theaters are opening up. You can hit the arc light, certainly, and see a nice film without having to worry about people playing on their phones or opening candy during emotional scenes or 5,000 trailers. Yeah, but the arc light doesn't exist anymore. Oh, that's right. Shit. I totally forgot. Well, fuck. You got nowhere to go then, man. Really, because the Grove is a basically glorified AMC now. So um, I guess you could take your chances there uh, to go see a movie. Um, Let's see. Up in Pasadena, since you're going to be up there, hmm. uh, there's a place called True Food. That, I mean, we used to go to because we lived in Alhambra, which is okay. just south of Pasadena. So we'd go up there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a lot of people swear by Green Street Cafe. Um, yes, I think it's good. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think what else is up there. We tried a bunch of stuff that we found was like, it was good. It wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Pasadena is nice. If you want to go, there's, you can go walk up in the the hills and whatnot around Pasadena. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah. I mean, what specifically, like what are the must hit spots? I would, if I were you, Lemke, I would come up with everywhere that I want to go and then winnow that down Mm. to, like, if you want to see the Walk of Fame, then try and find one or two other things in the Walk of Fame area and make that part of your must-hits. Although, personally, I think the Walk of Fame is completely underwhelming. Oh, yeah. Uh, I I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. I would not recommend going up to Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, unless you want to see like, you know, Grauman's or something, but, uh, but if you want to go out to like, uh, Beverly Hills, you see UCLA's campus, UCLA's campus is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. So I would say whatever you want to do, cause I, I know I had a friend coming out here and he was like, I want to do X, Y, and Z. And she's like, you're never going to get to that, all that stuff. In two to three days' time, yeah, uh, just with the amount of driving. Now this was pre-COVID, uh, but just like given general traffic, you're going to be hitting certain sections, so you got to make choices here. Yeah, um, who knows what traffic will be like at that point? But my guess is it'll slowly return back to normal, so it'll be, you know, as bad as it was before. Yeah, uh, but I don't know. You got any others? No, I think that's it. I mean, it depends on, I mean, there's a lot already to go take a look at. It depends on, you know, cause you're not, you're giving us 
like he's giving us like blanket. What can I do? And this, you've got to be specific. What do I got to do if I want to go see a movie, if I want to go see a theater, or if I want to go see uh, certain things? So the must hit spots have changed a lot because stuff's closed. You know what I'm saying? Like I think Musso and Frank's is gone. The, I think all the Jerry's delis are gone. I mean, you could go to Cantor's over there in, in the Fairfax area if you want to go to the classic old school. Okay, <laughs> saying old school stuff. Uh, yeah, so but you, I you try it out. Um, I knew somebody that lived behind Cantor's, and they said the amount of roaches and rats <laughs> that were in the alleyway behind. Only, I mean, just fair like, enough. Yeah, that's probably true. What? Well, that's what you yeah. can see out here. It's true, but and listen, the, the 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 just be you know just be prepared for to wait, just be prepared to have issues with parking, just be prepared for all of that as you go around. Um, but um, John and Vinny's is another awesome uh, Italian restaurant. If you haven't tried that, yeah, uh, it's so John it's and Vinny's is great. It's tough to get into, but it's worth it for the food. If you want to venture into the valley from where you're at, if you want to try anything in the valley. There are a couple of spots or a few spots rather in the valley you could play around with if you wanted to. I think Little Tony's is a great mom and pop Italian restaurant. They don't, it's not a chain. There's not any other Little Tony's around anywhere. The valley has some really cool, like mom and pop Italian restaurants, Vittorio's that, like, they don't, it's not a chain. They're mom and pop yeah. made food in house. So you could try that if you're in the mood for it for sure. Yeah. Casa Vega is good yes. Mexican food. Great Mexican food. Yes. Agreed. Uh, Old school. Let's see. Vibe. What is it? Aroha sushi up in the valley is really good. Yes. Yes. Aroha sushi. Um, um, yeah, I think there's, there's a, a there's a bunch up there. There's an Argentinian restaurant on Ventura. I can't remember the name of it right now, but Lily oh. and I went there like right before we left uh LA. We went there and had a nice little dinner there as well, which was really cool. There's an Argentinian steakhouse up in Pasadena that is excellent. Oh, I can't really? remember. Okay. It's named after a specific wine that only comes from Argentina. Mm. It's like, uh, so that's its namesake. But if yeah, you're yeah. in Pasadena and you want to get um, their skirt steak with chimichurri is excellent. That sounds awesome. And then they have this, uh, is it Yucca or Yucca? Oh, yeah. Yucca. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that is, I mean, Deep fried with cheese. It's just so delicious. Um, yeah, that's oh God. Anyway, is it Malbec? Could be Malbec because obviously that's the name of a wine, so it could be that. Yeah, could I think I know it starts with an M, so maybe it's Malbec. Okay. Could be possible. Uh cool. All right, should we move on to the next question? I think that's enough to tide you over yeah. there, Lemke, for sure. So uh, but feel free to send in any other questions or, or, or comments you've got to help it be more specific uh, down the road before you come up here. Uh, all right. Our next one is from Fred Tastic 314 he says, hello, John and Matt. I've really been enjoying your top 10 lists and topic thunder shows. They're hilarious and thoughtful. Keep up the good work. Here's my question for the day. Which characters do you believe had the best origin story, regardless of genre? They must have a sequel and cannot be animated my favorites are Dave Lazuski in Kick-Ass, Caesar in Rise of the Planet of the Apes, and Sarah Connor in The Terminator. Thanks for taking my email, and I'll be listening. Fred Castillo. Um, all right, Matt. Which character do you believe has had the best origin story, regardless of genre? Uh, but then they have to have a sequel. Yeah, and not animated. 
and cannot be animated, although technically Caesar is animated, but <laughs> just floating That's that. Good point. Uh, Neo from the Matrix. Okay. Neo from the Matrix. All right. I like it. Uh, as we're recording this, but I think both our brains are kind of mush today. Yeah, Mine's yeah, yeah. potentially a little mushier than yours. <laughs> um, so please don't fault us, Fred, if if we don't come up with some excellent choices uh, on today. We're both reeling from having gotten our, our second shots. Yeah. Some um, bangers. Some bangers. Um, yeah, I would, I would say, uh, John Wick. I know you mentioned Neo, but I would say John Wick's origin story is pretty cool. You know, he's he's handed to us already fully formed and we essentially hear it from other people, how this guy became what he became and the Mm -hmm. reputation he, uh, engendered doing the stuff that he did. Uh, I would say that I thought Wonder Woman's origin story in the Wonder Woman movie was fucking excellent. Um, okay. To be honest with you, I liked seeing her as a young girl. She wants to fight. She wants to, and then she, of course, you know, kind of comes into her powers, comes into her own, and then of course leaves her family behind because she has this mission to change the world of men and to somehow, um, you know, make it better. So I like her origin story overall. Uh, let's see. There are others that you could point to, like say Michael Corleone, but that's a drum, like a gradual oh. shift of the individual. Yeah. Within that first movie of him becoming ultimately the guy that would take over as head of the family. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, I wouldn't say that's an origin story per se. Hmm. I could be looking at it wrong though. What about uh, uh, Miles Morales and in Into the Spider? Oh no, it's not animated, right? It's not animated. Okay. Not animated. And you have to have a sequel. Oh, right. Which it's on the works, but it hasn't come out yet. Right. Yeah, it hasn't come out yet. Mm-hmm. Although I will be uh, definitely looking forward to that whenever that comes out. True. Because um, some of them, like, say, say you yeah. did say like a, a Martin Riggs mm, that's, type of. That's a good origin story, I think. Yeah, but I think you get it, it becomes more fleshed out in the second one. As you get oh, a right. glimpse of, as you find you know, out, what, yeah. yeah, what happened to his wife and mm-hmm. uh, everything like that. Yeah, I still think it counts because, yeah. you know, Danny Glover is pretty much Danny Glover. Murtaugh is Murtaugh. Yeah, but Riggs is the X Factor always. He's suicidal when we meet him. He's he's in essence kind of crazy at times and how he's handling some of the situations. But it's about you know the. Uh, relationship with Murtaugh changing him and turning him into the Martin Riggs that we see going forward. And the final piece of the puzzle, as Matt said, is what happens in Lethal Weapon 2 when he confronts the guy who was uh, trying to kill him and killed his wife uh, instead and gets revenge on that so that he can put that to bed and go forward with his life. So you could argue that the one and two are the origin story and then the sequel three and four are, uh, it still counts. Still counts, I think. Okay, sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's our show. We can call it an order. <laughs> we can say whatever we like. Um, what, what about Sounds of Lambs? What about Hannibal Lecter? That's kind of a good origin story, wouldn't you say? Or is he already built? It's kind of already built, don't you think? Okay. Mm. I mean, he is what he is. When we meet, we don't see yeah. him grow beyond. Just like uh, now, nope, he's fully formed. True. What about Joker? Um, 
the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. But it doesn't have a sequel. Oh, son of a bitch, you're right. I mean, you can do this for a a lot of superhero films. Batman, you want to do the Keatons. Okay, we'll be the first one there. Otherwise, Batman Begins. Um, Or the first Superman movie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The Chris Reeves. Uh, (coughs) All right, man. Sure. Oh, no, Captain America. That's a great one. I think that's a better yeah, origin that's story. Yeah, that's true. Iron Man's origin story. You know, he's this strong, scrawny kid who you know, has a big heart and then gets the super soldier serum and then becomes what he becomes. So, yeah, I think that's more of the origin story. Yeah, and, and, and I think it also, you kind of need an origin story on that. How does somebody go from X to Y right. and become, you know, yeah. Captain America in essence? Yeah. Uh, okay. Good question, right. though. I, yeah. you know, I wish, I wish my brain wasn't so foggy <laughs> that uh, I could do better for you, uh, Fred. Definitely. But powering through, baby, powering yeah. through. Give him credit, Fred. Uh, all right, what's our next one, man? Uh, this comes from uh, Joe Abara. Okay. And says, uh, "What's up, my guys? Thanks for opening my email, and hopefully, you read my question. Guess we're about to find out. Since you guys are semi-famous." I'm sure you get recognized from time to time being out in public. Have you ever had any awkward or funny experiences meeting fans? If not, since you guys are in the LA area, ever had a similar experience with a celebrity? P.S. John, I know you would have to uh, run it by Steve or your geek or other geek buddies, but can we get Matt to appear on either shows? Matt was great on the cinephiles discussing Midnight Run and would uh, enjoy to hear him be a guest again. Hopefully he's not too cool for school to appear on the show called the geek buddies, but let's make it happen. If you can. Well, I don't know if you can demand. Yeah. That, right? uh, guess <laughs> if people should be on other shows. So dial it down a little uh, there, Joe, but uh, have you had any awkward experiences with fans? I haven't had any awkward ones. No, I never had any awkward ones, but other people around me have had awkward moments. Um, because they don't know that this is some, like, for example, my girlfriend and I, we were first getting together with Lindley and I were first getting together. We had our, um, we had her birthday dinner, her sister, who still like, who at the time just did not understand what I do because she's a coroner, you know, so I'm the farthest thing from anything mm-hmm. she does. Um, uh, she didn't understand that like people recognize me and, my girlfriend had kind of slowly kind of understood that and gotten used to it. But like we went out to dinner at a restaurant that her sister had picked. And when we show up there, the waiter after, you know, like kind of taking our orders said to stop for a moment. He's like, just want to tell you, man, I'm a massive fan of the outlaw and the schmodown and like whatever you want. We'll take care of it. Like, and I was like, no, 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 no. We're here to celebrate. Don't sweat it. Blah, blah, blah. And he was really cool about it. And her sister was like, what the fuck? How I can't believe I picked a restaurant and the waiter that comes is the waiter who knows you. What is this fucking weird shit? So it was more, I've seen that more often, but no, most, I think every interaction I've ever had with a fan out in public, they've been incredibly nice, incredibly cool. Uh, and they're always like, don't want to take too much of your time. You know, just want to blah, blah, blah. So it's been nice, but dude, it hasn't happened for a long time. And not just cause I'm not in LA, but, or COVID. It's just like, you know, you get, you're on there for a while now. And so 
people know if they see me, people know who I am. So it's, yeah. But it, when it first started happening, it was great. It was totally cool. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I've never had an awkward one. Um, by and large, everybody's been really nice. Yeah. Uh, like I had, uh, had, my favorite one was, um, so a, a guy that I met, great name, by the way, his name is Armand. And I was like, <laughs> I've never forgotten it because there's only been one other Armand as far as I know, which is a Sante. Right. I've never heard the name. I didn't think it was a real name. I thought it was a Powers Booth situation where it was made up for <laughs> screen. And if it was like a general, you know, a, a genuine name, then it's like an Italian name in, in it right. or a Spanish name, like it's somewhere not here. Yeah. Uh, but it, I just happened to be at this uh, fish store up in the valley and I was there browsing around and I was going to pick up a couple things. I have, I have an aquarium and uh, the guy was like, Hey, and then he knew me. He's like, I'll give you the employee discount. <laughs> I was like, Sweet, man. You saved me, you know, wasn't well, a lot of money, but it was still like a, that was a nice little perk uh, oh. for doing this. But yeah, I mean, by and large, um, like certain situations when we were in Chicago, there were so many people there that uh, walking around during the day, I ran into a couple people, uh, yeah. but kind of to be expected because they're in town for the, you know, uh, the Star Wars convention and whatnot. So it's like yeah. I higher density situation whereas uh random other places i've run into people in comic book stores here and the movie theater uh and a few other spots but yeah it's it's uh it hasn't happened in a while just because i've been sitting at home pretty much nonstop for <laughs> you know 14 15 months now yeah well but buddy the cdc says we no longer uh because we're fully vaccinated we don't have to wear masks anymore we don't have to social distancing um, it's like very specific instances where indoors we have to wear a mask, but you and I, since we're vaccinated, we don't have to wear masks anymore. Fuck that noise. I'm wearing my mask. <laughs> these these anti-vaxxers who are running around licking each other are going to create variants that could uh, overcome our vaccination. So I'm going to keep wearing my mask also because I haven't been sick in over a year. And I used to get sick four times a year and get like bronchitis and shit from it. So to me, um, I'm happy wearing a mask for the rest of my fucking life. Like, I got no problem if it means I don't get sick anymore. Hell yes. And anybody that's got a problem with it can actually suck my balls because I don't give a fuck. I want to wear my mask if I want to wear my mask. And it's great that they're saying you don't have to, but I sure as fuck am still going to keep wearing my mask. And I'll take it off yeah. indoors to eat or whatever or what have you, but I'm going to keep wearing my mask. And God help the person who comes up and says anything to me about it. For fuck's sake! So, pull out your cameras. Uh, I am. I'm, I'm just excited that some sort of normalcy will be returning. Sure. Um, sure. But yeah, I, I intend on. I don't know if I trust the indoors as much. Yeah. Of exactly. taking a mask off just yet. Yeah. Although technically, you don't get full immunity, or not. We'll never have full immunity, but uh, it's two weeks after the second shot, and then you yeah. can kind of. Right, go out and about and do uh, things. So run around, get still trouble. waiting. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but eventually we shall get there. Yes, we shall. Um, how about have you ever had an awkward experience with a celebrity? No, but I have been there when they've had an awkward oh, encounter with somebody else, sure. where it just 
you're hanging out like, you know, your friend is friends with X. Yeah. And uh, it's happened a couple of times. I could name drop, but what's the point? Um, I just fluffing my own ego. What? I'm not even friends with the person. I'm friends with their friend. Right. Doesn't right, really right. fucking count. Uh, but one is, put it this way. Uh, he's been in a million movies and was the lead in almost all of them. Oh, nice. Did well in the box office. And uh, we're hanging out at the store. And somebody was just kind of awkwardly staring at him for 10 feet away. And eventually he was like, I need to just go over and talk to them. Uh, otherwise, this is just going to continue. <laughs> and it was we. It made all of us kind of feel weird. Of of course, cool because he he just kind of kept walking, to in hopes of like yeah. catching the eye of this individual. Right. right. Uh, and he like under his breath is like, I gotta I gotta do something about this because this is just fucking weird. Yeah. You're like, yeah, it is. And he went over and said, Hey, man, you know, uh, uh, introduced himself and uh, said hello. It was really nice. It was he was very kind about it. Uh, but the interaction took 10 seconds and it was over, but it was awkward as shit for a couple minutes there. And you're like, man, this dude either needs to make a move or get the fuck out. I think the way you play it is, especially with a comic, if it was a comedian, I imagine, is you go, no, is he, he wasn't? Okay. No, he's friends with a bunch of comics, okay. but no, he does he do comedic roles? Yes. Okay. Because I would have played it I, I mean, the smart play there is just to totally turn it around and go like, yeah, I, you look like someone my sister dated. I didn't want to bother you. I just kept looking at you. They totally underplay it that they're a celebrity. Then you throw it back at them a little bit. Um, but I suppose you can't do that when you've been awkwardly staring at them for fucking hours. Yeah, no, it was, it was weird. Occasion them coming over. It yeah. was weird. Yeah, and sure. plus, there's uh, this dude looks like this dude. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. It's not People have you know, weird things, man. Yeah. Well, I can only imagine. If yeah. if anybody of that echelon of fame, um, just w- what it's got to be like sometimes, like it's got to be weird to be Tom Cruise or to be, you know, any of those individuals where you can't have any kind of normal life on some yeah. level. But he wants it. Like Tom Cruise wants he did. those interactions. He wants that kind of celebrity. So this is the price you pay for that celebrity. This is the deal you make for that celebrity as people are so super awkward around you. Yeah. Um, Although I imagine he handles it better than almost anybody. Oh, I'm sure he handles it. Yeah. You never hear well, people say it. like, oh, he was a dick to me or something like that. Nah. So he shook every hand. He mm-hmm, mm-hmm. stayed late to answer every question. Yeah. Um, but uh, no. it's, I don't know. It's just got to yeah. be a, a life that is unique to say the very least. Yeah, my friend worked with Martin Sheen on that. What was the Charlie Sheen show he did? The Anger Management, whatever that show was. And oh, sure, he did a. a he was on set for like a couple of days with Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen shook everybody's hand when he came on set to say hi to everybody, like to meet everybody. The PAs, the fucking assistants, the extras, the day players, everybody. And uh, he's like, he said it blew him away because, of course, he's at that status where he doesn't have to do that. Uh, but I guess maybe it's a technique to kind of calm everybody down around you because then you kind of avert the awkward interaction or the awkward moment like, hey, I just can I get a picture or something where you just you kind of go up and say hi to everybody. It kind of has, oh, I've got I've had my meeting like I've met him officially yeah. and maybe it takes away that awkwardness. So it's kind of a smart move, in my opinion, if you're a celebrity. Yeah, and also just like I'm a person just like you are. Yeah, right. So Right, right. I just, but then there is that rule on set where 
you're not allowed to talk to the actor unless they talk to you. <laughs> it's fucked up, but it kind of makes sense. Yeah. I can only imagine like if otherwise you, a key grip could corral. True. True. It's just like, dude, no, that's not the way this works. Um, that's what happens on junkets too. Like you're not allowed to take pictures with the people that you interview because you got to get in and out, you know, but every once in a while you can, if you play it right, you can sneak in and get a picture with the person, but it's not always done. So they kind of frown on it in that way. The only awkward Sweet. interaction I had is with Curtis Armstrong. He was the only guy with Booger from the Revenge of the Nerds. Really? Just, yeah, we were at a crosswalk and I was like maybe my second year in LA. So I was still wide eyed about the whole fucking thing. And he's standing next to me and I'm like, I'm on Sunset Boulevard. And I guess I dropped off a friend or something. And I was just kind of walking around Sunset Boulevard. And this is like right before you get into Beverly Hills, kind of like the tail end of Sunset Boulevard. And mm -hmm. we're both at a, at a crosswalk and I'm hitting the button. I look over to my left and there he is. And I was like, uh, and then we start to walk and I'm like, ah, I, I'm sorry. I just want to how much I really enjoyed those movies and you were so great and, and a booger and all that kind of, and he goes, you know, I don't play that role anymore. Right. And I just was like, okay, man. All right. All right. Yeah. Bud. Take care of yourself. Be well, you son of a bitch. And yeah. I just kind of moved on from that, you know, and maybe he was having a bad day. Listen, people, exactly. you got to understand this, man. Celebrities sometimes is tough. Cause if you keep bringing up shit, they did 20 years ago, like in their minds, they're like, fuck, is this all I'm going to be? Have I done nothing else since? You know, so it does weigh on some actors who aren't the most emotionally stable people. It does weigh on their minds uh, a little bit, you know, so. Yeah. 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 And they've been having that same interaction with yeah. people with so many for people. the past 20 years or 30 years or whatever the case is. Yeah. Like so, Shat, just, apparently Shatter used to be a dick about being recognized for Kurt. Yeah. And I think eventually you have to come to terms with. Yes. This is part of my legacy. And either yeah. I embrace it or I continue to be a curmudgeon about it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, thanks for that uh, question uh, there, Joe Abara. Always good to uh, hear from you. And of course, Fred Castillo, Chris Lemke. Thank you so much for the questions. You guys are awesome. We'll wrap it up here. Uh, Matt, what do we have to tell him at the end here? Uh, just uh, follow the show at Top Ten Show or on Instagram. That's on on uh, Twitter, but on Instagram and uh, YouTube, it is the top 10 podcast with the number 10 and uh, hit us up over there and you can follow me anywhere at Matt Nost. There you go. You can follow me at the Roka says on Twitter and on Instagram, and we'll uh, talk to you next time on another brand new episode of topic. Thunder. Thunder.